Good Saturday afternoon, lovely listeners. This is Arts Underground. I'm Katie Ganaway. Growing up with the reputation as a weird kid has long meant lonely lunches, harsh bullies, and just feeling like you'll never fit in with the cool crowd. A self-described forever weird kid, Jessica Cotton, set out to change the perception of the connotation of weird here in Huntsville. Jessica started the monthly Weird Kids Meetup of North Alabama at Shenanigans Comedy Theater last year. Shenanigans, founded in 2019 by Jessica and her wife, Kimberly Wilson, was a no-brainer of a place to host the monthly Weird Kid Meetups. It's an inclusive, non-profit comedy club that encourages uniqueness and creativity, so it makes sense that this safe space is also capable of fostering positive interaction among non-normies. Here, children and teens who feel they don't fit in can leave fears of judgment and rejection at the door and relax with a movie, a craft, or a board game alongside other weird kids. We first meet one weird kid looking to make 30 friendship bracelets and at least three friends today. Max and I'm 14 years old. When did you start coming here and what made you want to keep coming back? This is my first time here. What are you doing here today at Shenanigans with the Weird Kids Meetup? I mostly wanted to get out of my comfort um, and um, make some more friends. What sort of activities are going on out there? What are you doing out there? We're drawing, we're making like friendship bracelets, and there's a shiny swap going on where people put down their like um, anything they want and they. Um, so and any people can take it and just swap it out with someone something else. Did you bring anything today for that? A lot of rocks. What's your comfort zone look like, like uh, outside of here? Not leaving my house. I have very bad social anxiety. And um, basically school, um, basically besides school, I don't leave my house. So um, I'm trying, trying to make more friends. Do you have any other goals that you want to achieve coming to, to these events? Definitely. I already, um, I already made a lot of friends here. They're awesome. They're LGBT friendly. Um, a, lot of, a lot of autistic and ADHD kids. My name's Toby and I'm 15. I'm the owner's child. Toby says they identify as a weird kid and while they work the concession stands and greet weird kids and parents as they arrive, they've made some close friends too who happen to have some significant things in common. I get to work with a lot of autistic and gay people and I'm autistic and gay. so. And it just so happened that weird kids led Toby to meet their best friend, Goose. Toby is grinning with cheerful glee when they tell us the story of how Goose got their nickname. His real name is Robin, but we call him Goose because uh, there was a goose here that I mistook as a duck for like one of the first things. And Robin was carrying the goose around and I said, oh my god, it's a duck boy. And then I found out it wasn't a, a duck. And then the next time I started calling him Goose. And ever since then, like a year later, I've still been calling him Goose. And he's one of my closest friends. While weird can be perceived with negative implications, Toby says they feel it has the potential to be a positive thing. And it doesn't matter which way others choose to label the word. They're confident in themselves and in their peers. Weird is a word 
for anything odd or different from what is normal in the eyes of the system, I, I guess. I'm a weird kid. I can understand that to neurotypical and straight and cis people, I'm not exactly the most normal to them, but I think I'm pretty okay. I definitely think some of the other weird kids here are very cool. So you'd say like weird could be a positive thing? Yeah, definitely. It's just outside of what is perceived as normal. And the weird apple doesn't fall far from the tree. We talk with Angela Beck, Max's mother, Brandy Anderson, and Jenny Stang, both parents of other weird kids at today's meetup. They fill us in on how they've maintained their own flavor of weirdness, how a group like Weird Kids Meetup may have helped them while growing up decades ago, and how this group, from their parental perspective, has helped their children find genuine camaraderie. Jenny Stang from Tony, Alabama. And what got you involved in shenanigans or the Weird Kids Meetup? Um, it actually just kind of happened by accident. Um, I had kind of taken a hiatus from Facebook for about two years, and then when I came back, the group was really small. I think it might have been only like 50 people, and it said weird, and I thought, hey, that works for me and my family. <laughs> um, and then um, over the 2020 pandemic, um, a couple of my kids came out as LGBTQ, and um, we were kind of just looking for community, and they were very friendly, I guess, accepting, and so we thought, well, we can find some peers for my kids in that group, and so we just came to the meetup, and we've been here ever what would you say some of the benefits have been for your, your kids coming here and, and hanging out with these kids, these weird kids, so to speak? <laughs> I would just say um, finding commonality, finding kids that make them feel less weird, finding a group where they feel um, accepted and they can be who they are without having to mask or hide or shift in some way of you know, a societal norm. They can just be free to be themselves, and I think that's really important. How would you define weird? I think weird is just anybody who is not satisfied with living inside the box. Um, people that maybe don't fit in the box, that feel claustrophobic in the box. Um, weird would just be anything outside of what we consider normal in our society. And unfortunately, being yourself is weird. <laughs> so um, I really hope that with this group and with more awareness and more people coming, we can realize that weird isn't bad, like you said. Um, weird is just different. Weird is just freedom. Weird is just authenticity. And I think it's a great word. I'm Brandy Anderson, a military family, but Huntsville is now home. Having this sort of space that really, I don't think you could find anywhere else in Huntsville that's this unique and, and welcoming. Um, what has that meant to you and your child? Well, I have a 14-year-old who's trans, trans boy, and um, it's concerning as a parent to, you know, just release your kid into the world. There are a lot of kids here that have alternative pronouns. There are a lot of kids here that don't, but they're all just very open and welcoming and the parents as well. So it's just like a safe space that um, I feel like I can bring my kid and take a breath and know that they're going to have a good time and it's going to be a positive experience. And if someone else were to hear about this and you wanted to kind of sum it up in a few sentences, what would you tell them? Like, what would you say um, if somebody wanted to know a little bit about this group? The other parents, we all kind of get each other. Um, some of these kids have sensory issues. Some of them are on the spectrum. Not all, but working with kids like that, um, it's nice to have other parents that get it. My name is Angela Beck. I call home in southeast Huntsville currently. We're a military family, so home has been a lot of different places over the years. Would you say that you were a weird kid growing up? Oh, yeah. But I was a weird kid growing up in the 80s, so we're talking, but I didn't have 
that um, what is that new show that we're watching? Um, is it Stranger Things? <laughs> oh my goodness! I would have done so much better. I mean, not that anybody wants to live in Hawkins, but I, I wish that there had been more of that kind of a thing. <laughs> what would you say made you a weird kid? I don't think that there's anything that makes us weird kids. We just are, and I think everybody is weird. Some people just hide it better. And how would you describe your kid? My kid? Oh, my kid's weird. <laughs> um, fierce. My kid is definitely very fierce, and I'm, I am so proud of that. I think if, if I've done one thing good as a parent, it's that my child is not afraid to say no, or say I don't like this, or um, reach out and, and I don't want to say take what you want, but not be afraid. And Jessica Cotton says her kid, Toby, a self-proclaimed weird kid we heard from earlier, inspired her to create Weird Kids Meetup of North Alabama. She elaborates in this conversation. So last summer, we were just coming off of really strict COVID restrictions. We were um, trying to bounce back as a family, as a business, as just people in general from being, you know, isolated from people and being so careful. I realized that there were a lot of missing and just some social gaps for not only my kids, but the, the kids that I taught and just the people around me in the community. Um, and really this came from my little weirdo, my, my um, then 14-year-old weirdo, needing a social outlet. And a 16-year-old and a 12-year-old also needing some social outlets. Um, and then just thinking back to my own childhood and how it was to be different in any capacity and how you were ostracized or isolated growing up in small towns. I'm from North Texas, so small towns are the same no matter where they are. So when I noticed that, I was like, okay, I have the platform to do it on. I can do it through Facebook. We have a really great group of people from shenanigans that I already know um, have kids that are kind of like ours. So we just, I just put it out there on social media and was like, hey, I'm starting this group. And we very quickly gained 100 and then 200 and 300. And then this month, um, May, we were at 700 members in the group. And that's like parents. So most parents have multiple kids, it seems like. It's pretty extensive and I'm very excited about that. So let's go back and talk about you growing up as a weird kid. What did, what did that mean? What was that like? So I'm from a teeny tiny town, Scotland, Texas. Like there's not even a school there. You had to go to the next town to go to school um, in Archer City, Texas. It's like very narrow-minded, conservative, close-minded, all of those things. There's really wonderful people there too. I love them all. Um, but if you were different in any capacity, if you were not Christian, or if you were Christian but you were questioning, if you um, <laughs> don't be gay, <laughs> you know, or, or don't talk about it at least if you are, I was always artsy. I was the fat kid. I was the nerdy kid. I was all of those things um, that just kind of single you out. I did not love sports. I did have probably seven or eight friends that we built up from kindergarten to 12th grade that we were all in band and you know we're still pretty much friends from that experience but my kids didn't have that and I wanted them to some people that would accept them for who they were and they could have that lifelong friendship with so that's what we're on the search for now. If you had had that sort of group to 
you said you did have a group of friends to hang out with, but if you had a space like this, where there were almost 700 people <laughs> potentially coming, you know, that you could meet and be friends with, what would that have meant to you growing up? Oh my gosh, that would have been amazing. Just the potential for walking in the doors and knowing that while the person next to me may not be exactly like me, they can meet me on some type of level where I like your cool bracelet. Yeah, that makes you stick out from someone else. I like that about you. I think that you're different. That would have been huge for me then. And it would have been huge for my friends too. I mean, we still talk regularly about how hard of a struggle it was to be um, a different color or a different size, shape, or whatever it was from the rest of the people in that little school. We literally talked probably once a month about the challenges that that's faced and how that has affected us as adults. And knowing that my kids' self-esteem is going to be positively impacted by having this group of people around them, it just means the world to me. I want to know, Jessica, how you would define weird, because that can have both a negative and a positive connotation. We define weird as a big compliment here. So that's kind of the slogan for our group is that weird is our favorite compliment. We want to embrace the uniqueness that makes each one of us special and great. So at this, at the Weird Kids Meetup, there are lots of activities going on. There's a movie showing in the theater. There's the Tiny Shiny Swap. What other sorts of things have you guys gotten into? So at the meetups, when we're meeting at Shenanigans, which is where we're kind of housed, but we don't meet at every time, when we come to Shenanigans, we have different tables laid out with some small activities because really what I'm forcing them to do is sit at the same table as someone that they don't know and do something doodle color make a bracelet whatever it is until they have the nerve to speak to another person and so that's what's happening really at these and then by the end of the day everyone's huddled up the tables have shifted there's chairs everywhere and it's really great so that's for 12 and up For under 12, they have the option of attending the movie that we show every time for free, of course. And then we have um, a tiny, shiny swap. And basically, that's for our our kiddos that just, they're the hoarders or they're the, the people who, like, put things in their pockets and you find all the cars and rubber bands and they have the opportunity to lay all their stuff out on the table and pick up things and leave with them, leave with new little treasures. And it's really fun. At other meetups, we go to ice cream, um, different coffee shops. We've met up at Low Mill. Anytime that there is a nerd-friendly or weirdo-friendly event, we do a meetup group at that. So we did one at the Huntsville, not Comic-Con, but Comic Expo, I believe is what it was called. And so going forward, we'll have um, other meetups at those type of events. Participating in this type of thing, are there rules and requirements for these kids? Really, the only rule is that you come and you're nice to other people. You don't have to talk if you don't want to. We do have people who have been to several others, and if I see that you are off by yourself, and I'll say, hey, do you want me to introduce you to somebody? Uh, And then they are just kind of good Samaritans and are friendly to everyone, so they'll pull you into their circle. And it's okay. A lot of times people just want to parallel play and want to sit next to someone else quietly and play on their game system or draw that's totally acceptable too so I guess really the only rule is that you fall within whatever guidelines it is for that day 
Um, we do understand that 19 years old is a legal adult, but a lot of 19 year olds are still in high school, so we're very careful. Everybody keeps an eye on everybody, but 19 is a weird age, so we have also started creating 18 and up groups also. So really following the guidelines of the ages, respecting the space that you're in, and just being nice to everybody. Those are it. You have your children come to, to this event too, right? Yes. yes. Can you talk about how the Weird Kids Meetup has helped them out? Yes, so the Weird Kid Meetups have been fabulous. And not every kid likes everything. So my middle child is really who that this was started for. Um, and in true teen fashion, sometimes they don't want to come. <laughs> and I'm just very honest about that. Some, they're shy, they're on the spectrum, um, sometimes that they would rather not. So today they volunteered behind the concession stand until they felt like being part of the group, um, but that option was there for them. They have made some really great friends that they talk to every day. For my youngest child, we're able to um, find other kids who are like rough around the edges. He's like the, he's the rough and tumble kind. And so we're working on building in meetups for the kiddos that you know they want a sword fight with whatever broken stick they can find and you know we just continue to go oh that would be a great event let's do it okay you're interested in this now fine let's let's have an event for that from your perspective as the creator of the weird kids meetup what has been the most rewarding thing seeing these kids make friends and have such fun just seeing that when we open our doors there are new kids every time and I think one of the most rewarding moments is, it's usually about an hour into any event, you will see the outliers. They'll break down their, you know, their fences a little bit, like their barriers a little bit, and they'll like inch closer, and they'll inch closer. And it's like, you know, give it another 15, 20 minutes, and they're sitting actually next to somebody. And so it's really like, I do that, yes, in the background, like, yes, <laughs> you know, okay, okay, they're going to do it. They're going to make a friend. And so that's really exciting just to see that happen and just to know that that kid wouldn't have had that exposure to, if this group wasn't here. The other part of that is seeing, like, how much it's meant to parents. We've done some other events, um, like we did a Shy Peeps meetup for our kiddos who really struggle socially. We even have some who are, like, selectively mute, just do not talk whatsoever in social situations. And we were able to do improv um, exercises with them and just kind of embrace everyone in the room, even the ones who didn't want to talk. And watching that and watching the parents' response to seeing their kids interact with other kids, it was really moving. Um, as parents, we all just want our kids to have other people to be around and for them to feel included. And we're watching that happen right now. Jessica, what is coming up for the Weird Kids Meetup? What sort of events do you have coming up? So every month we have at least one meetup, but there are going to be several in June for our LGBTQIA friends and allies. We um, will meet up at the Rocket City events also. We'll have our normal monthly meetup. Those happen here at Shenanigans. And then we'll meet up at some other events that happen in the community. We have a Halloween high tea coming up, which is going to be really, really fun. That's on October 30th. We're going to do a New Year's Day ball, which is fabulous. Who doesn't want to get dressed up? And there's going to be some other things just kind of sprinkled in there every month. And anyone who is in the group and who has been vetted by myself and our other moderator is able to create events. And we will just support them. And one of us will show up to it to make sure that's a safe event for the kids. 
We kept getting the same response, though, whenever we were posting about all the Weird Kids events. We were getting this response of, oh, my gosh, I wish that was around when I was younger. Or, oh, my gosh, I'm still a weird kid. I'm a weird kid at heart. I'm a weird kid for life. And so that's really how I feel about life, too, is that I am a weird kid for life. So recently um, we posted and created a Weird Kids for Life meetup. And that is going to be there to support our weirdos who are aging out of the Weird Kids meetups. But it's also there for anyone any age over 18 that feels like they're the weirdo for life and they're looking for someone to meet up with. We know there's a lot of us. We see them. Now we just all got to get in the same space. From one lifelong weird kid to plenty of others listening, I am sure. I'm Katie Ganaway, and this is 89.3 Huntsville Public Radio. If you or someone you know is a weird kid or has weird kids, go ahead and search Weird Kids Meetup of North Alabama on Facebook and join the group. You can also find this feature story on our social media. Just search WLRH to find us on Facebook and Instagram. There are also links to find that group and to Shenanigans Comedy Theater's website so you can stay up to date on weird kid events to come. That's over on our website, wlrh.org.